Hello, you are very welcome to Boys Podcast, hosted by me, Ashling Tobin, and of course, recorded in none other than Paradise Studio. Guys, if you don't already know, you can tap on the studio's Instagram page um, through the link in my bio and also in the description of this podcast. This week, we're doing a little bit of a Q&A. A little bit of a you ask, I answer, a little bit of shooting the bloody shit this week, all right? I haven't done this in, yeah, it's probably overdue, but these are my favorite, 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 favorite episodes um, because I pick out the questions that kind of pop up the most, like I look at themes that are running through most of the questions And they're the ones I go by. So these episodes are probably the most uh, relatable for most people and probably the most useful for most people as well. And also I just get to touch on like bits of my own experiences from the past and things that I've learned along the way. And also I talk about things that are relevant to like like my first question is all about a uh, breakup advice. And I've recently had like a massive DMC with somebody who none of you will know. So I'm not outing anybody. Um, but I had a massive DMC with somebody about how to break up with somebody and when it's appropriate and all this. So when I saw a couple of questions come in about breakups, I was like, you know, like it was so fresh in my mind and we'd had such a conversation and we had kind of gone through so many scenarios and all this and I just felt that would be really beneficial for me to talk about. So without further ado, let's get into it. Question number one. I want to break up with my boyfriend but he's just started a new job. Do you think I should give it a month or just do it now? Okay, there is never a good time to break up with somebody ever. Now he's just started the new job. A month in, he'll be he'll be just settled and getting new responsibilities or there'll be something else. Maybe his dog will die in a month. Maybe something else will happen in a month. There's always going to be reasons not to do it. So I always come to the conclusion, given that, that the only the only right time to break up with somebody is as soon as you know that you're done with the relationship and that you're Um, that you're ultimately going to do it. As soon as you're sure that you're going to do it, I think it needs to be done as soon as possible. Not just for them, but for you as well. There's two people in this and you have to remember, it's going to be hard for you as well to stay with somebody for a month who you no longer want to be in a relationship with. That's going to be hard for you. That's going to take a toll. And on them as well, I know he's just started a new job and all this, and it's going to be tough, but put yourself in his shoes. Like, although you don't want to put this on him now, if you found out that somebody wanted to break up with you and stayed with you for another amount of time just because they felt a responsibility to do so, but during that whole time, like a month, all those interactions, all those dates, all the times you slept together, they didn't actually want to be there. Imagine how shit you would feel. I honestly think that when it comes to breakups, like 99% of the time, like obviously there are always circumstances that go against this advice. 
But I think that there's never a good time to do it. I think that you just have to be honest. And if you're worried about place or time or whatever, like say to him, communicate that. Say like, you know, I really thought about this and I wanted to do what was best for both of us in this situation, for myself and also for you. Like, I really care for you. And because you obviously do care for him because you're writing into a podcast about it. You obviously do care for his well-being and his feelings and communicate that and just say, I don't know if this is the right time to do it, but I've gone over it in my head and I think it's best that you know how I'm feeling as I'm feeling it. And ultimately, for me, this relationship is over and I don't want to continue in it I want to end the relationship and also just to touch on this as well um I've heard of a couple of circumstances where I haven't really heard of it with girls I've only ever heard of it coming from the lad where there's been a guy who's wanted to get out of a relationship with a girl and has stayed in the relationship for another while just because they were afraid of doing it or just didn't do it at all and you hear about like oh you act like two years ago they were telling people that they were going to break up with them and they never did or you know you hear about like oh no like he's he's gonna end it like he was telling the boys there last week and next thing like six months later you see them on holiday and wherever and you're like what the fuck happened either that they were empty words or they just said they give it another shot or whatever's happening. But you do hear of scenarios where guys want to break up with girls, feel like they can't do it or whatever, or feel like it's not the right timing. And I don't know, like I don't have an insight into it. Maybe the time kind of passed and um, they developed new feelings for this person or maybe it was just a bad spell or whatever. But you're not doing yourself any favours by staying in a relationship you don't want to be in and you're not doing them any favours like the longer you stay in it, the worse it's going to get. And the way I view it is, is that as human beings, we all go through things in life. We all experience shit times in life. So when you're in a position where you have to end with somebody, just remember like this is part of life and it fucking sucks. But I bet you who wrote this question in and I bet everybody else listening to this podcast has experienced heartbreak. I bet everyone listening has been broken up with. It's shit to go through that, but you have to feel your own pain and they can feel theirs. Don't be carrying other people's pain because you feel like you're responsible for them or whatever. You're responsible for yourself and what you're putting them through is just part and parcel of life and they will get over it. And at the end of the day, like fucking get over yourself. Like they're going to go on to find someone better suited for them than you like it's obviously not you they're obviously like not infatuated by you but the relationship is not right if you're feeling this way and you're not only holding yourself back but you're also holding them back you just gotta end it for both of your sakes and do it as soon as possible would be my advice there's never gonna be a good time okay question number two any advice for getting out of dates where you're just not feeling it? <laughs> okay, so I I do have friends who are very upfront and just say on the date, look, I'm just not feeling it. 
and will basically just get up and leave. This is a very cringe thing to do, but at the end of the day, if you think about it, the person, well, in most cases, I have heard of situations where the person tries to convince the other person to stay, which is awful. But even at that, say if you were in a situation, what's the worst that can happen? If somebody is sat there and they're like, oh no, come on, give me a chance, blah, 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 blah. That ain't right. If somebody's doing that, you don't owe it to them to sit there and say like, no, I'm just not feeling it or or I'm sorry, or blah, blah. Oh, okay, one more drink. Or you don't owe anybody that. And nobody has the right to put that kind of pressure on you. If you're not feeling it on a date and you want to leave, the only thing you have to do is, whatever, if he's got a drink each, maybe just finish the drink, unless you're in a situation like I was where the person took literally two hours to drink one pint, which I'll get into in a second. All you owe them is let's say like 25, 25 minutes of their time, of your time, 25, 40 minutes of your time, whatever. And then at the end of it, just say, look, I'm very sorry, but I'm not really feeling a connection here or any kind of spark. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut the day short, unfortunately, but look, wishing you all the best. That's all you have to say. For them, all they need to say is, ah, okay, no worries, blah, blah, blah. That's fair enough, yada, yada. Literally quick response. And then all you have to do is get the fuck out of there. So if you think of it like, all I have to do is say this brief piece. It could be so brief, even briefer than what I just said. Hey, I'm sorry, I'm really not feeling it. I'm just going to cut the date, all right? And then all, And then as soon as they're like, ah, okay, no worries, grand, whatever. Think of it like this. It is 15 to 30 seconds of awkwardness and then you are out of there and you'll never see that person again. If the person is sat there and is trying to convince you to stay, is trying to follow you out, all the rest of it, you don't owe it to them to say any more to them or just stay in their company for any longer. Just get up and get the fuck out of there even if they're mid-sentence. So all you have to suffer is literally 15 to 30 seconds and just get the fuck out of there. Now, I'm one to talk because I tend to just lie to get out of situations like that if I don't owe anybody anything. Like, I'd be the person to, like, look at my phone and be like, oh, my God, like, oh, I actually done something really bad before. Um, I remember, like, oh, this is really bad because I just should have told the guy to, like, get lost. But um, I was basically trying to leave a date and, like, the guy was basically like sort of like trying to come back to like my house with me um and I think like yeah I think I was just like a wee bit younger like now I'd be like here like go fuck yourself but at the time I literally was like oh I just got a text from the girls um my housemate and her boyfriend just had a massive argument. We were all single at the time. Uh, just had a massive argument and I actually can't bring you back to the house. I'm really sorry. Like, what? Like, I don't owe anybody that. But I guess in that situation, I was younger and I was made feel like I had to give an excuse or like give some kind of explanation because I was just telling this person that they weren't coming back to my house with me, which is like, what? Like, why did I feel like I owed someone an explanation for that? That's so ridiculous. Um, I have a friend that if they arrive on the date and they're not feeling it, they'll get themselves a water and the person a drink. And then once the person finishes the drink, they're like, oh yeah, okay, I'm out of here. (laughs) 
I also had um, I had a situation where I was like, I'm just going to finish this one drink with a guy. And um, he didn't drink that much. So he took like two hours to drink the drink. And then I told him that I was leaving. But um, yeah, looking back on it, I think I just couldn't even like... If, if that happened to me now and I was half an hour in and they only had a quarter of the drink on, I'd just be like, look, I'm not feeling it and go. But at the time, I was just a wee bit younger and I was like waiting for them to finish the fucking drink. And I actually think that it got to like three quarters of the way down. And then I was just like, oh, screw this. But it was like a good two hours in. It was crazy, like crazy stuff. Okay, question number three. The guy I'm seeing has a double bed with a single duvet. I'm not like freezing or anything, but still find it kind of weird or uncomfortable. Would you say it to him? And if so, how would you approach it? Like a double bed with a single duvet. Like, I'm sorry, but that's just like, that's like, that just like screams two things to me. Like, no, I hate to say it because you don't know. Well, if the person's dating, let's just assume that they have enough money to go and buy a duvet. Because if you're meeting somebody for drinks and food, there's no excuse as to why you don't have a proper duvet on your bed. Especially if you're expecting some somebody else to stay over. Like, you might want to live in fucking squalor or whatever you want, but you can't expect somebody else to come in and do so. Or it's your choice as well to stay there. But what I would do in that situation, I just say to him straight up, I'd probably say it over text and just say, look, I've been trying to think of ways that I can bring this up to you or an appropriate time, but there never seems to be one. So I'm just going to give it to you straight. Uh, I'm seriously uncomfortable by staying in your bed with a single duvet to cover both of us on a double bed. If I'm saying over again, I'm not being funny, but I need you to have a a double duvet on the bed because I want to be comfortable if I'm staying over there. Like, it is your choice whether you stay there or not. Or maybe say to him, like, fucking hell, I don't know if you live at home or with your parents, whatever. Maybe say to him, oh, yeah, like, we'll go back to wine. And if he's like, no, 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 we'll go back to ours. Then just say to him, like, like, look, you literally have, like, a single duvet for yourself, which is fine for you, for yourself. But that's not going to cut the mustard when it comes to having me or just two people in the bed. It's a single duvet. You just say to him, like, sort sort the duvet out and we'll be sucking diesel. But without the double, double duvet, I'm not really keen on staying over there. That's fucking grim. Sorry. Like, some people have no shame. Like, get a fucking grip. <laughs> what the hell? Like, no, that's unacceptable. Like, honestly, like, would you, you'd, I'd feel so embarrassed. Like, if somebody was staying over and I was like, oh, yeah, like, um, this is all I got right now or whatever. They definitely just took whatever they could manage from their feckin' parents' house and just haven't bothered, like, doing the walk home with the duvet and the big feckin' case. But, like, no, get it together. Um, I would say if that person um, literally has such a little shame about having the single bed on the double duvet... If they're at that level, they're probably not going to give a fuck about you saying it to them. Um, like for you, I would be prepared for, I don't know, at worst, I don't know how deep your connection is or what's going on, but just be prepared that they may not be arsed 
seeing you again if that's like an issue they might just be like ah fuck it like that's how I live but I guess you need to weigh that up yourself and make that decision from there but I would just be straight down the line with it I don't think that that's um I don't think that that's um too big of an ask to have a double duvet on a double bed especially if you're staying over like what if someone's hogging the blanket in the middle middle of the night you're just there with no duvet like what like no I just say it straight up um yeah maybe next time you're out together as I said if you don't live with your parents and you can go back to your house it's like oh, let's go back to mine and if they're pushing for theirs no sorry like I the single duvet is really annoying like it's just so uncomfortable I don't want to sleep there okay so moving on to the next question currently dating someone and we both live at home he's currently out of work and has never suggested booking into a hotel I want to get the hotel for us without insulting him or being uncomfortable advice yeah, that's that's a hard one. Um, first of all, I would suggest booking an Airbnb somewhere. And you could do it in such a way that you're like, oh my God, like I just really want to get away from the family. Just really want to have some time away. I'm going to book into this Airbnb. Um, I, I thought it'd be really cool. Like if, if you wanted to come with me, I'm going to be booking it. So let me know if you're interested in coming um, and I'll book it for a time that we can both go. And then if he goes back to you or whatever, like, and then just see where the conversation goes from there. But maybe just say to him in a way that it's like, you're doing this thing. Like, I'm going to have this place. Like, do you want to come over? Like that kind of way. Like maybe say that, like, I'm going to book this place. Like, be cool if you came over and like visited or whatever, like going to have it for a couple nights and then just see where it goes from there so don't do it in a way that and as well I think like an Airbnb is just kind of nicer than a hotel like I don't know I think it's more like intimate for like a setting like that with two people and it's kind of makes you feel like you're in your own little space for like the couple of days whatever and you can get like you could order like takeaway to the to the Airbnb you could like have a movie night, like whatever, like whatever you want to do. I think it's just a nicer setting for a couple rather than rather than a hotel. For me, like there's something cringe. There's something I can cringe about a hotel as well in terms of like a couple who are dating, like going to visit. But I think that's just my thing. I, it's kind of similar for me as the taxi thing. I would go and stay in a hotel with like a like a partner, like a boyfriend, whatever no problem but for me the thought of like dating someone and staying in a hotel I don't know it makes me think I'm doing something like that's wrong or like I don't know or like dirty or something like that I don't know what it is but um I like I have friends who have lived at home and have dated people who've also lived at home and they've gone and stayed in hotels with them and the thought of it has always made me cringe like so much which is ridiculous but I actually, I, in my updates, I'll be talking about an Airbnb, but for me, I just think an Airbnb is just so much, so much nicer. It's just a nicer setting, but yeah, definitely just approach it like that. Nobody needs to insult anybody. It probably would be hard, like whether you're a guy, girl, whoever, I think it would be hard to know that the other person is paying for you. Cause like, you don't want to like, 
you don't, you don't want to feel like you owe anybody or like any kind of decent people as well. They like wouldn't want somebody else like paying for them. Um, particularly when it's because you have no money. Like it's different when somebody's like, no, I'm going to treat you, I'm going to spoil you. But when somebody's like, oh no, like I know you have no money. So like, I'm going to get this. Like that's hard. Like it's, it makes you feel so small and no. So I would, that's how I would approach it. Just you're getting it for yourself. Like, do they want to come to, you're going to be getting it anyway. And if it comes up and he's like, oh, like about the money thing or whatever, we'll just say to him like, look, it's it's completely up to you. I really need a couple of days away from the fam. So I'm going to be doing it. So like, l- let me know if you want to come because then I'll definitely, like, I definitely love it if you did and I'll book it for when you can also come. But if not, but if not, I'll just book it for myself. That's how I would approach it. I guess I better just go straight into updates from on the back of that. So a couple of episodes back, I obviously told you guys that Ski Boy was coming over to Ireland and that I would let you know how I got on afterwards. Since then, I done an interview with Ailsha and last week, unfortunately, I could not do the podcast, which just to make absolutely clear was not because of the fact that I was going to Swansea, which I'll also get onto in a second. Um, it was for other reasons. Um, something came up uh, last minute and I had the studio booked here and unfortunately I couldn't come in for the slot, which is why there was no episode last week. Or, yeah, which is why there was no episode last week. But yes, so Ski Boy came to Dublin and how did we bloody get on? Because a lot of the questions that came in were, what's the story with Ski Boy? Like, did that just fall flat? Or like, what's the story? Blah, blah, blah. Because like, obviously mentioned it and there's been no other mention of it over the past few weeks. So yes, he did come to Ireland. Um, and I think it was kind of crazy because obviously in Bulgaria, we had only spent like one night together basically in Bulgaria and like a morning. And him coming over to Dublin didn't even feel weird to me. I remember like my friends were like, you should get him to stay in a hotel because you've only spent one night with this person and now they're flying over to Dublin. They're staying with you in your house and you're spending the entire weekend with them. And I never really thought of it like that because I was just going by how well I knew him. And I was never really going by the facts, like the timeline of how much time we'd spent together and the circumstance and all this. I just knew that I already knew him really well. And it didn't, it didn't feel weird at all. So I was like, no, I was like, that's like, I could have spent, I could have gone on three dates with somebody and it would feel weird for them to come and spend a weekend in my house. But I spent one night with him and it doesn't. So I can just go by how I'm feeling and what I know to be true rather than these kind of small things. But yeah, so he came to Dublin. He stayed the weekend at my house. And yeah, it was really nice. Like went to like the Guinness storehouse, all this, like dinner, drinks. Literally like just had like fucking such good crack. Like had such a good weekend. Um, And then two weeks after that, which was last weekend, I flew out to Swansea to see him, which was which was really nice as well because it was like 
Um, I was meant to be going for the June bank holiday. So we were like, okay, you'd go then and then I go to the June bank holiday. But then at the last second, the two of us were just like, do you know what? Like, why wait a whole month? And then, like, I looked up flights. Like, I got them pretty, like, yeah, I got a pretty good deal on flights. He got an Airbnb because he lives with his parents. And he had mentioned to me about staying in a hotel before. And I was like, oh, like, the idea of a hotel makes me cringe so much. But... I was like, but I'll do it to go and see him because obviously like I'm going to overlook like the fact that it's a hotel. It's not a big deal. I could over myself like the taxi thing was totally fine. Um, But yeah, so he got like an Airbnb and it was like the perfect setting. So there was a beach there, played tennis, like went swimming, like all this. It was just lovely. Um, His friends are like such good crack. And it was actually so nice because I could tell that his friends were excited to properly like spend time with me and get to know me it wasn't like just being um being polite and all this as my friends were with him so it's just like everyone's just like feeling the love all around it's just (laughs) not literal love but everyone's just you know enjoying getting to know each other and it's just fucking good vibes what was really funny was when he came to Dublin so I can be like such a fucking awkward turtle as confident as I can come across having this podcast. I can be very awkward in various circumstances. And so when he first came into my house, I'm showing him around the house. I'm like, yeah, bring him up to my room, drops the bags. And I had two plants on my windowsill, a fresh white teeth on my bed, just changed the bed. Everything's looking good, like lit incense, like house is like nice and clean. There's nice smells. Everything's looking great. Two plants on my windowsill that honestly look like they had spent a full month in the motherfucking Sahara Desert because I just never watered them. I completely forgot about them. He was like, Christ, like those, like the plants are a bit dry, aren't they? And I just went to like look at one of the plants and it was so dry that the bulb of the plant actually like came loose in the soil the soil was just like dust and just toppled over and soil just went all over my fucking bed and this was literally like 10 minutes into him being into the house I was like oh for fuck's sake like literally soil ever soil all down the side of my bed everywhere had to change my bed sheets all this he's literally just in the house like five minutes (laughs) and it reminded me of actually when I was in my old house when I just moved into it my housemates before that came to visit the house we were drinking and I'm showing my old housemates around my new house walking around and like just I don't know I was just being random and I was like this is the door this is the press this is the fridge this is the oven and I went to open the oven door and I ripped the oven door off of the wall so I had I went this is the oven door and like pulled it up and had it held in my hand and there's a fucking video of it somewhere shit you not or a picture with me holding the oven door like this absolutely hammered I was like actually like what I'm just so like I think I get excited when like people are around and just do stupid shit and like I don't know just like adrenaline takes over I don't know my own strength (laughs) but yeah so it was um (laughs) it was it was do you know what actually I think the thing with the plant actually not that there was like any ice to break but like everything was just fucking it was just so funny and ridiculous and so typically me so I was like 
do you know what? Like he might as well see this full derpy side of me now <laughs> to know the full extent of it. Um, okay, so next part of the podcast is position of the week. Okay, position of the week is, and it's got to be position of the week because this is one that me and Ski Boy do all the time and it's really good. And actually on the topic of sex, our sex is fucking incredible, which apparently is not unrare for two Aries, which I don't know if anybody's into astrology, but oh my God, I can tell you now, trial and tested and I can confirm that it is fucking fire. <laughs> but position of the week is that kind of seated position where the guy sits up and then you're on top. So it's like cowgirl, but the guy is like sat straight up. Yeah, I think you get a really good, like, bounce motion. Yeah, just a fucking great position, guys. I love it. Um, yeah, so that is it for this week's episode. And just to note that this is episode 14. So next week is going to be episode 15, where I'm going to have Michaela back on, who I recently done the X episode with in season two. She's coming back on and we're doing irrational turn-ons and irrational turn offs so write them in to me and they will be featured on next week's episode and then I'm going to take a little break um, and then we'll be into season three after that if you've enjoyed the podcast uh, just do me a massive favor would you please just give me a review on Spotify a review on Apple Podcasts um, it'll take you two minutes to do it I'd really appreciate it and I will speak to you all next week Bye.